Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Okay, friends, welcome back to my podcast. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys about, um, this is like my part two of my ski accident. I can't really remember where I left off, but I'm just going to go with where the wind takes me and it's snowing outside right now. I'm in Aspen and it's fucking beautiful. Um, so I've been skiing for, I guess now like three weeks, um, which has been really, really nice to get back into it and kind of have that active lifestyle where I can ski in the morning and then I work um in the afternoon evenings oh by the way I've figured out that if any of you don't know what I mean when I'm saying Arvo Arvo is afternoon I found out since being here I'll say to somebody are you free this Arvo and they're like this what and I'm like this Arvo and they're like what is that and I'm like the afternoon Arvo afternoon they're like what the fuck anyway very entertaining So this is probably going to be a shorter episode, but I kind of, even if you haven't had a ski accident or a bad accident, there is so many parts that you can take out of this of seeing how your brain really kind of like overprotects you sometimes because of fear. And that's kind of what this is about. I mean, I was scared to get back on the mountain. I was so excited, but I was scared to get back on the mountain because of fear. And as some of you would be well well aware, um, you know, I, I'd been really looking forward to this holiday. I mean, I hadn't actually properly skied in five years because I went skiing two years ago after three years of not skiing and I had my ski accident on the second day. So like didn't fucking end up having a ski season. Um, so I've been really excited to go skiing. And then we got to Bachelors Gulch, which is in Beaver Creek. It's near, um, sorry, it's in Colorado, part of the Beaver Creek Resort. And, um, you know, I'd bought my parents the most amazing Christmas present of um, like four nights or something like that in the Ritz-Carlton. It's, you know, it always been kind of on their list of like places we want to stay, but I knew that they would never really buy it for themselves. So that was the best gift for me to be able to give them. And it was a gift for me in myself as well. It was a beautiful moment when they opened the present at Christmas. So I was really excited. I'd organized for my ski bag to be sent from New York. Like it was being picked up in New York and sent to Beaver Creek so that I didn't have to worry about it um, because it's a really big ski bag. And obviously, as a lot of you guys know, this year um, I live out of a suitcase. Um, I kind of did for about six months of last year and then this year as well I'm not I'm not hopping around as much I'm staying for longer periods of time which is really nice because it means I can settle um but you know I'm living this year in New York Aspen Paris going back to Australia for a little bit of time and then somewhere else for the rest of the year um so I do live out of a suitcase which definitely has its pros and cons please nobody think that it I had a breakdown not a breakdown I had a cry last night um Please nobody think that because I spend my time traveling and blah, 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 it's also glamorous because there is amazing parts of traveling and being free and my Sagittarius self loves that. But I also want to say that there are really hard moments where um, I want to, you know, buy a house. I'd like to settle, um, like settle down while still being able to travel and, and have a home. And I don't have a home. And I know my parents are like, you do have a home. Like, we'll always be a home. I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't want Melbourne to be my home. Like, <laughs> bit of a difference. Anyway, so we rock up at the Ritz-Carlton. Long story short, my bag didn't arrive. It was lost. It got lost. They found it again. It got sent back to New York. And then it came back to 
Denver like six days late. So the whole time we were at the Ritz, I couldn't ski. I mean, I've never cried so hard in a fucking lobby. I think people would have thought someone actually died. It felt like that, honestly. Like it wasn't about losing the ski bag. It was about that I had so much excitement. I was so excited to ski again. All I wanted to do was go fucking ski. And people would just say like, we'll go buy a new ski outfit. But you know, if you're, if you're kind of into my work, you understand like energy and feeling good. It's really important because if you feel good, your performance is good. Um, you know, that's why even for a lot of people with their jobs, if they dress up and they go to work, they will have better performance than if they stay at home all the time. That's why I have an office in New York because I need to go to work sometimes. Um, anyway, and so like it wasn't as easy as just like, oh, we'll go buy a new, a new ski outfit. Like all of my ski clothes were in there, everything. And that shit's expensive if you know ski stuff. Like we're talking thousands of dollars in a bag. And, um, and it wasn't, and like obviously yes, abundance, but it was kind of this frustrating thing of like, I've already fucking spent the money. I don't want to re- spend it like went like it was just a frustration frustrating situation um and I wanted my James Bond outfit because it was going to make me feel really confident to ski for the first time because I was definitely nervous I was very excited but I was really worried that I would get on the mountain and do a run and be like I can't do this like I was scared and that's kind of what I want to talk about with you today guys like my brain was doing a very, very good job of freaking me the fuck out, of being scared that I was going to fall, of being scared that I was uh, another snowboarder was going to hit me. I felt like I had fucking PTSD with snowboarders. Um, and, uh, and like, every time a snowboarder would come past me, my whole body would, like, freak out. Um, and now I don't have it anymore. I'm, I'm a lot better because I realize, you know, I'm in control. Um, so it's fine. But... I want you guys to start to notice like when you're doing something that's scary, you can actually feel how your brain is firing. And if you are still triggered in your body, your body can still fire. But for me, it wasn't so much a body. Like I I'd done a lot of release work from my ski accident. So my body wasn't freaking out. My body was like, let's fucking do this. I'm excited. It was excited for the snow and the love and the adrenaline rush as you ski down the mountain. But my brain was scared my brain was really scared. Um, you know, the first time going back, it was so interesting, right? Because I was making up this whole fucking story in my head. I was making it all up about how I was going to suck and it was going to really hurt. I was, you know, what was funny. I was actually thinking that to ski again, it was going to really hurt my MCL. Like I was worried about that because that's where if I ever feel a little bit of tension, if I'm doing my rehab, it'll be in my MCL. And so I was actually really worried that I was going to feel a lot of pain in my MCL when I'm turning, but there was nothing. There was no pain in my knee. Like I had more foot cramps than fucking knee pains. Um, I had no pain in my knee. And as soon as I got back on the mountain, I mean, we started off with like easy blue runs, obviously. I picked it up straight away and it was like, it was just, it was actually mind boggling to me of how there are so many times, ladies and gentlemen, where we will hold ourselves back so much. We will create this whole fucking narrative in our head of what it's going to be like and what it's going to feel like. And I shouldn't do it because it's dangerous. And what if this happens? And what if that happens? And then you do it and you're like, oh, I'm fine. It was incredible. And within three weeks, I'm now, you know, ski double blacks and can do like all the usual stuff, right? Full moguls, all that stuff. And, you know, and if someone told me that, you know, a month ago or two months ago, I would have been really scared of the idea of going down a double black moguls powder with like a whiteout. Like today's a whiteout. You can't see shit. But also I want to say that during this process, having this deep trust in the universe and in support and in, in, in like 
divine guidance and also in my energy and my vibration has made a massive difference. Like when I'm skiing down the mountain and there's a whiteout and I'm a little bit nervous, I repeat to myself, like I am safe because just having the energy of I am safe around me puts that like aura of safety around me, which allows me to then feel safe and only attract scenarios that are safe. And I'm always fine. I think I've fallen, I fell once in moguls. I took my parents down like some hefty fucking runs. And then I got my skis jammed into moguls and I couldn't get it out. And then I fell backwards down the mountain and my knee was twisted, my bad knee. And it actually caused me to like have to not, I, I couldn't ski for about four days because it was really sore. And then I went to go see a physio and I don't know what he did to it, but he fixed it. And now I'm totally fine. Um, but it's just interesting how when in our head, when it's not actually going to happen, um, my brain was doing a fantastic job of that. And I was scared shitless, but I got in the snow and like, I got my ski feet back so fucking quickly. It's like blown my mind. Now, of course there's still moments. Like I was skiing the other day with a friend and he took me down literally a cliff run. There was cliffs that we had to like jump off and, um, which I'm here for when there's not like trees and rocks fully exposed but there was trees and rocks and it wasn't a powdery powdery day so there was like a little bit a little bit icy in some parts and those moments kind of make me go like because I don't want to end up back in hospital um so there is that fear obviously of like I don't want to hurt myself again and end up back in hospital but the thing is like and it's made me just realize is like this for me personally skiing and you guys can relate this to whatever you want to be relating to in your life hell it could just be your own happiness and maybe you're not doing something that you know is going to make you happy whether it's like going to a fucking concert or flying to see your boyfriend or or whatever but what it's made me realize as well is like imagine if I didn't ever ski again and I lost this whole part of my life and this lifestyle because of fear like imagine that imagine being on my deathbed at 80 years old being like I wonder how many amazing holidays I could have had. Like I'm having so much fun in Aspen, meeting amazing people, like skiing for a few hours in the morning and then doing my work as it snows outside. Like that to me is a dream. And imagine if I missed out on that because of a story I was telling myself. Now you got to remember that the reason why your brain is telling you this story is because it's trying to keep you safe. So we have to respect that. We have to respect the fear that's coming up in your mind. And we can relate this to like fear of investing in yourself, fear of putting your heart on your, wearing your heart on your sleeve, fear of vulnerability, all those things. And I've learned to overcome those fears. Hell, I'm really good at putting my heart on my sleeve now. Very good. Wearing my heart on my sleeve and very good at being vulnerable, but I didn't used to be. And part of me actually going through the journey of learning to be vulnerable and learning to like actually sit with my fears and be okay is knowing that my fear is there to protect me. It's not there as the truth. Okay, so my fear, let's use a really basic example of like, you don't want to tell the person that you're in love with how you feel. The reason why you don't want to tell them is because your brain is afraid of rejection and rejection can equal death, right? It can equal abandonment, which equals death. And that's like one of the biggest fears that humans have. So the reason why you're not telling him or her is because of that fear. When in actual fact, all that's going to happen if they say I'm not in love with you is like, you know, and you'll be a bit heartbroken for a while and then you'll move on with your life. And guess what? You'll probably be really grateful that you told them when you did, because now you know that I don't love you and you're not going to waste more time on them. So what I love to do, ladies and gentlemen, is that I always love to talk to my fear. I love to have a conversation with it. I love to tell my brain I am safe. 
I am safe, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe. And I also like to tune in to my intuition. So even sometimes when I'm skiing, I can tell the difference between my, I've practiced enough and I I go through this with my mastermind girls and the girls that come to New York and I go through with all my clients. And if any of you are interested in the mastermind, enrollment is open. Baba enrollment is also open. So you definitely want to get on that because like everything, um, these spaces are very limited. Same with New Yorker tickets, limited tickets. And this is the last US event that I'm going to be doing for quite a while. So please get on it if you are interested. And I'm not doing a Europe event this year, by the way, if there's no Europe events. Um, anyway, so point being is that when I'm skiing sometimes or doing anything, I can tune into like, is this my fear that's wanting to stop me? Or is it my gut that's wanting to stop me so if it's just like let's create out a double black with moguls it's always gonna that's generally always my head being like <laughs> it's hard right um so that's like hey let's do it because it's just my head but when it's like let's just jump off some cliffs in trees when it's not really powdery I'm like mm, no because my gut is like do not do this you're going to hurt yourself um, because I'm, it takes a while to get your strength back after like such terrible ski accidents. So knowing the difference between your head and your body is really, really important. And I was talking about my friend this morning that as you get more intuitive and you tune into like how things feel in your body and like the little signals your body gives you, a lot of us can be, have different ways of um, our body telling us like, yes, or like that manifestation that's coming true or it's already come true or whatever it is. And I'm a very heart centered person. So whilst I do tune into my womb, my heart tells me a lot. If I'm journaling or manifesting, I can feel things in my heart when I'm thinking about them or journaling about them or talking about them. And that's when I know I'm bang on and it's going to happen. For my other friend, she feels it in her extremities. So tuning into like where in your body is also really important because we are all fucking different. So don't just follow like what a book says or what somebody else says or whatever, like really tune into what is it actually for you? Like how does your body communicate yes or no to you? Yes feels expansive. No feels contractive. Um, anyway, so I want to just give you guys a quick update on the whole ski situation. Nia is doing great, um, which is also really great for my stress levels because I do feel like subconsciously for the past two years, I've had this like level of stress of like, can I ski again? Will I hurt myself again? Um, will I be too afraid to ever ski again? And being able to like just go guns blazing has made my like subconscious be like, oh my God, yes, I get to ski again and made me really happy um, subconsciously, which I feel like has taken away so much stress about will my knee ever fully recover? It obviously will because it's doing fucking great now. Um, doesn't mean I don't have to look after it or tune into it or take days off, but it's been freaking amazing so far. And I wanted to update you all on that because I know a lot of you are kind of like very invested in my in my whole ski accident situation. And then obviously I got tendonitis, but like that's all better now as well. So I am just maintaining it and looking after it. So I hope this was like a good little reminder for you guys of how to talk to your fear and tune into your fear. Literally have a conversation with like, hey, fear, what's going on? Okay, you're afraid of X, Y, and Z. Cool. Thank you for being here. I honor you. I respect you. I feel you. I see you. I hear you. X, Y, and Z, whatever the fuck you want to say. And then just being like, thank you for protecting me. And... I am safe. You do not need to worry. And what it will do is the more that you practice that, the easier it becomes and the more that your fear will subside over things that you know are not actually going to hurt you whatsoever, like being vulnerable and wearing your heart on your sleeve. 
Okay, ladies. So for men, you can work with me one-on-one for coaching. For women, you've got the Mastermind Baba, which is my business feminine, my feminine business coaching program, um, which is a combo of one-on-one and group uh, group coaching. And then you've also got my New York event. They are your options. If you have any questions, if you don't know if it's a good fit, if you are just afraid of investing or whatever, that's totally cool. Send me a DM and I can help you or send an email. I know this shit can be scary, but remember, it's only scary because your brain has never done it before. So it assumes like fear, fuck, I'm going to die when that's not actually the case whatsoever. So have a conversation with your fear um, and let me know if I can be of any help to you. Have a good day. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 